All right, we're live here at the station of decapitation without your head. I am Nasty Neil. That would make me a terrible Troy. I'm Treacherous Trista. And we're joined by Art the Clown himself. How are you doing tonight, sir? I am doing well. I guess you can call me Devious David. <laughs> yeah, like Devious that. David, that's perfect. Yeah. I like it. It's very fitting. Works for Just me. Come prepared. Yeah. All right. My laptop's completely for. I like Neil in that frozen still shot. I think that's kind of cool. <laughs> he was frozen today. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's technology for you right yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, that'll teach you. Oh, yeah. Never <laughs> trust it. 2020. Oh, all right. Sorry. There about we go. I don't know. Hopefully this works. Yes. All right. Yeah. We can hear right, you. Yeah, we hear you fine, Bill. It's just you know, frozen in that like profile. I like that. Yeah. Oh, you can't. I'm not moving on the no. video now anymore either. <laughs> no, sorry. Right. It could be worse. You could be like going. Uh, yeah, like that. Be that's true. They didn't catch you in mid sneeze or something. <laughs> like that. No, that's true. Yeah, but, uh, what can you do? What can you do? You look lovely, Neil. Yeah. yeah. It's a good profile. I like it. <laughs> so, yeah, we're here with uh, David Howard. Uh, devious David. Hopefully this goes better here. <laughs> yeah. Go Everything's working smooth here a minute ago. Yeah, that's how it always goes. So, uh, yeah, it was a couple of years since we had you on. Uh, and last yeah. time we had you on, the movie started to take off, uh, Terrifier. Yes. So, but what's that been like? To really like, you know, it's become, I always say, an iconic horror character of, of the modern time. Yep. It's been a crazy ride these past two years since we released. It's It's been pretty cool. <laughs> I can't complain. I guess people probably don't really recognize you without makeup on, huh? Yeah, that that's, I guess that's a benefit of this in a way, because I can walk around and people don't know who I am. So <laughs> you get that little bit of anonymity. It's It's been on rare occasions where someone's recognized me. So I'm just like, wow. oh, wow, I'm, I'm really impressed. Like, you must have done your research. <laughs> yeah, you're not kidding, because I'd see if you had, like, the worst dental work in the world, and they're like, oh, my God, you must be Art the Clown. Yeah, it's like, oh, God, you got Giuliani teeth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, it's like, remember to floss, kids. <laughs> Gingivitis is a silent killer, just like art. Right. Exactly the same. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I've gotten that question before. I was like, are those your real teeth? What do they do to your teeth? Like, oh, God, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Those those, those are prosthetics they put in. But <laughs> Real gums, though. Oh, no, no. Those aren't the gums either. It's, it covers up the gums and everything. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, we can hear you again. This is good. Yes. He's back. Yes, yeah. For now, <laughs> uh, is that is that one of the harder parts of the of the costume, the, the mouth? I would say so because number one, it makes me drool a lot, which sucks. And because uh, like the the makeup we have been using is a uh, 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 gelatin based, so when you have a lot of liquid hitting it, it starts to like break it up and dissolve. And so you know the the, the mouth area, especially because I do so many facial expressions and stuff like that. So it, that falls apart very easily on its own. So you, you have the little bit of the drool and stuff like that. And also, um, when it's been cold, 
when we've been filming, my nose will start to run and, you know, I can't blow my nose or anything because of the makeup. So I've, you might've seen some behind the scene photos where I have Q-tips up my nose. So I was doing the COVID test before anybody was doing that. So. <laughs> you started all that stuff. I started it. So it's, just, uh, it's, it's kind of funny. It's like we were filming all that, you know, with me walking around with the Q-tips before they started doing all the COVID testing. I'm like, oh boy. <laughs> We were ahead of the game, I guess, there. But you know, but I think uh, Damien just came up with a new makeup uh, concept for me. Uh, I think we're going to be using a foam latex mask from now on, which should hold up a lot better because we've usually had to do all my close-ups first. So, you know, if the makeup gets destroyed, it gets, you know, destroyed after we do all the close-up stuff. So we can just throw blood on it, as Damien usually says, you know, to cover up it for the 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 distant shots and stuff like that. <laughs> it's it's that's the biggest pain in the butt with the whole makeup would be the mouth because it just likes to fall apart. And you just don't know from day to day what it's going to do. Some days it's not going to fall apart at all. Other days it's just constantly just falling apart. And I look like, Oh, you know, like <laughs> I've gotten like put through a meat grinder or something like that. <laughs> but for that character it probably works. Yeah. Yeah, it it does, you know, and if we have to, you know, fix anything, we'll like Damon, we call it going to triage where he'll like cut up pieces of bald cap and like glue it to my my face okay. and then like paint over it and stuff like that. So he, he's kind of like a MacGyver when it comes to, you know, anything going on wrong. We, we've had so many moments on set where it's not just my makeup, but other things will like, he'll, he'll build a prosthetic and it doesn't work the way we need it to work. He's like, he'll just go away for like two minutes. He's like, okay, I know how we're going to fix it. And boom, boom, boom. It's just, the guy is a freaking genius when it comes to that kind of stuff. Did you know Damien before? For uh, Terrifier? No, no. We uh, met during the auditions, and we hit it off. It was just, especially with uh, the makeup cheer, because you know he does all my makeup for me. He's, but he doesn't want anybody else to do my makeup. It's all him. And so we've had like hundreds of hours now in that chair together between the two films and also doing uh, conventions. So it's like we we've gotten to know each other very well. We're like brothers now. <laughs> yeah. What were the auditions like for for art? Very different from your typical audition, I would say that you know I'm used to because you know art doesn't talk. So I went in there and I was never given a script, and I kind of freaked out because everybody else in the room had scripts in their hands. I'm like, oh god, because it was my first time auditioning for a feature film, uh, a lead role in a feature film too. So I was like, oh no, this sucks. Oh no, I'm going to embarrass myself, and I go in the room. And, and I'm like, I'm so sorry. I never got a script. My agents never sent me anything. They're like, oh, no, we didn't send one. You don't need one. The art doesn't talk. I'm like, okay, so what do you want me to do for this audition? They're like, oh, just uh, improvise a scene where you decapitate a guy and you're happy about doing it. That's all they gave me. And they're like, go. And I'm like, oh, okay. Um, um, and so I had a – this is where I, I think it's important for every – actor to have some kind of training and not improvisation because you never know when you're going to get thrown into a moment like this where you just have to go with your gut instincts and think on your feet and i just came up with this scene where i like cartoonishly snuck up behind my victim knocked him out took out like a hacksaw taunted him a little bit then sawed off his head uh, picked it up 
tasted the blood, didn't like the taste of it, so I take out a salt shaker and season it. <laughs> and then taste it again. I'm like, give it a thumbs up, kind of bathing the blood a little bit, and then like skipped out on my merry way. And that's what they got got me the part. They're like cracking up by the end of it, and they're like, "So, can you come in for a makeup test?" <laughs> I'm like, "Yes, yes, 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 yes." <laughs> so that well, was tremendous. Though. Yeah, it's it's one of those like every actor's like time of dream auditions where you go into the room and you basically know you have the part when you leave the room. Because I, I know when they've done other people for uh especially for terrifier 2 casting the leads in terrifier 2 they had to come back from multiple auditions they were put through the gauntlet and i just went in did my thing walked out and had the part it was it was wonderful i wish it was always like that yeah <laughs> uh, for for the character like that since you are you know mute in the movie um for like uh, all your scenes how much of that is written out like uh you know your mannerisms and stuff or is most of that you know left up to you a little bit of both, I would say. It's um he basically uh, there are certain scenes where Damien writes down exactly what he wants to happen, especially when it's the the scarier stuff, the kills and everything. He knows what he wants. Other times he he especially with part two, knowing how I work on set because I like to just play around with things, especially with the more uh, comedic bits in it and so he wrote some scenes where he's like okay art's in this situation and art plays around and so it's those things where it's like okay we'll just figure it out once we get to the location we'll, we see what you have to work with which is kind of fun because it's like oh cool and I, I, I had there are especially two big scenes in Terrifier 2 where I really got to just like use my surroundings and just play around with what I had there it, it was that was a that was a lot of fun. I just kind of looked at what I had around me and I'm like, I came up with a routine and I'm like, I just showed it to Damien real quick. He's like, that's fantastic. Let's shoot it. <laughs> did you know, did you kind of capture like uh, how you would play art like right away? Pretty much because I, I had a, um, the, the fortunate, the, um, well, I was fortunate enough to uh, have, another actor to follow <laughs> i had uh, mike Gianelli right, yeah. from uh, all hallows eve so i was able to watch his original performance and so i i got the basic nuances of the characters basic mannerisms how he how he goes about his way and stuff like that so i had that to build off of and then i added more of the the physical aspect to him as well because I, I, I more the clowning aspect because that's more my area of expertise so it was it was fortunate in that way i didn't have to just totally make him up as i went along but i mean i think i still probably would have pretty much done the same thing anyway but it's it was good to have a frame of reference i i, I kind of like to say i kind of kane hottered it because you know kane kind of took you know the guys that came before him and just added his own thing on top of what they had done that's an interesting way to look at it yeah yeah uh is there any uh ill will on his part for uh you know, he didn't. He didn't uh, do the role. He didn't do art for Terrifier, and then Terrifier takes off. Not that I know of. It's just like uh, Mike. Um, just I, I've never actually met Mike in person yet. I, I'm still oh, wanting okay. to. Yeah, but I was like, we we've chatted online and stuff like that, and so there's no ill will at all. It's just, Mike was uh, just one of Damien's really good friends, and he didn't really want to go into acting professionally or anything like that. He wanted to do other things with his life, especially. He also didn't want to go through all the makeup process again as well I, mm -hmm. I think that was just pure hell for him 
And so he he decided not to come back for it. And that I mean, I think Damon was more freaked out at first than about it because you know he was like, oh god, this is the whole the, the character, this whole entire movie depends on I, I i lost my guy so i have to find another person to uh, step in and fill in for him but like i mean as far as i know there's no animosity at all it's just and and i, I always try to give mike all the credit he's he's due you know because mm-hmm. as like the guy is the, the original art he set the foundation for me he did a fantastic job i think with the character mm-hmm uh, Alan says here in the chat, he says uh, that was the, the first time he's uh, seen Kane Hodder used properly as a verb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that that makes sense. I, I think Kane would approve. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I can uh, hear since him Since you've been doing the convention. I'm sorry to interrupt. Since you've been oh, doing no. the conventions, I assume you meet a lot of those guys. And uh, yeah. What do they think of the movie? That was the thing I was so afraid of. It was because I, uh, when I first started doing conventions, you know, Damien and I were the new guys, and we're, we were so shy. We were we were afraid of even talking to these guys because they're legends to us. These are the guys we grew up watching, you know, like Kane and C.J. Graham and you know uh, Robert England and Bill Mosley and Sid Haig and all these fantastic, fantastic actors. And I, I, I kind of, I kind of had that idea in my head, like, oh God, they're gonna look at me and like, who the heck does this kid think he is, trying to muscle in in our territory? He's, you know, <laughs> we are the legends and everything like that. So I was so nervous. I was like, oh God, they're probably gonna just be looking at me with like derision. It's like, who does he think he is? <laughs> It and was it your was, carry at the prom moment, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was the total opposite. They all fully embraced us. They're like, oh, welcome. It was like, uh, like Bill Mosley, the first convention we're at together, he comes over to me. He's like, hey, David, glad to meet you. I love the movie. Can you? Uh, can I get a copy? Can you autograph a copy for me? And I'm like, what? Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's, it, that was what was amazing. But they all embraced us. They're like, yeah, welcome 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 and it's it's we've you know that's what's been really cool is like I mean, we've done so many conventions together with these guys and they they've kind of become like you know second family to us in a lot of ways it's just, they've you know given us tips and tricks and stuff like that as well it's just it's pretty cool they're all really good guys mm-hmm. that's right it would be cool uh i know uh you know you just had Terrified and work on Terrifier 2, but it would be uh, cool to see you guys work together in uh, in the future. Yeah, well, you know, there there's some um, projects I'm going to be working on soon. I'm, I know we, we have a few horror people involved with uh, Terrifier 2, like Felissa Rose and Tamara mm-hmm. Glenner. They have little cameo roles, which are a lot of fun. Like, Felissa is basically my convention mama, as I call her. It's just like, we've done so many <laughs> of these things together. We, we're always doing karaoke and stuff like that at these things, and so we have so much fun. And uh, we're going to actually be working on two other films starting early next year as well. That uh, Time's Up, and uh, which is with uh, Damien Maffei and Elsie Holt. You know, uh, Damien was in Strangers to Pray at Night and Haunt, and Elsie was in uh, You're oh, Next. Nice. So they, they have that. They wrote a small little role in there for me. So it's going to be like two days of shooting with them. It's going to be fun. And then I leave to go uh, do uh, another what we, I think we're going to hopefully get a franchise out of is called stream. It's with some of our terrifier people. The, the fuzz on the lens guys are, are exterminated. I decapitated in the film of the two oh. cops. They, they've done some other films like abnormal attractions and they're also helping us on terrifier. Yeah. I had them well. on the show for that. 
yeah, they're awesome. I love the guys. And they have this fun concept called stream. I wish I could describe it more, but we don't want anybody taking our ideas and stuff like sure. that. But it's, they've got a lot of um, some good names in the horror world involved with this movie. I can at least name one of them. It's uh, Jeffrey Combs. It's going to be playing the, I, I would say the oh, main awesome. antagonist of it. So that's, that's going to awesome. be fun. Oh, I know. I'm excited. Yeah. He's you don't need to a, say anything oh. else. I don't think. I'm going to be besides myself. I'm just like, I'm going to be like, Oh my God. Cause he's such a great character actor. And I'm, I'm looking so much forward oh, yeah. to just watching him work because I, I love working with people like this because it's, I I'm learning from them. It, it's I, 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 I love it's I, I think that's every actor's dreams be in a room full of, you know, great actors like that. Cause it's like, Oh wow. I can learn uh, it's it's I I'm like a sponge when it comes to people like this. So I'm I'm very excited about filming these movies. It's add to my repertoire, I guess you could say. I, I get to play a, a villain in that one as well. But he he's basically my boss. I can, I guess you can say. So that's gonna be kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, let's see Ashley here in the chat. Uh, she wants to know uh, how long did it take to complete the mouth teeth uh, prosthetics each time it was applied. The whole makeup takes about a. Uh, th- around three hours, give or take. It, it might take a little longer when we have to do all the, the battle damage and the blood and all that kind of stuff. But it, it takes, because it's one big, huge prosthetic that's glued to my face. So that's the most time consuming part is making sure every square inch of my face is glued because I'm actually using uh, a mask molded off of Mike Gianelli's actual face because Damien tried to do a mold of, of my face, but, um, the mold that he sculpted did not come out exactly as he wanted it. And the original just looks so much better. So he's got to really work to get the mask to fit my face instead of Mike's face, but it, it works. You wouldn't know it. He's just that good. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Uh, Tris, do you have another question? Yeah. It sounds like you're a pretty big horror fan. I'm wondering what some of your favorite films are. Oh gosh, I, I would, I love so many, there's so many good ones out there, but I, I would say like my top five are all classic ones too. It's uh, in no particular order it would be like the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, uh, Exorcist, Omen, Halloween, and Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3 Dream Warriors. But there's so many other ones. I love the Scream movies. I love all the Jason movies. I, I love, you know, Gosh, Final Destination, Babysitter, all this. Uh, there's so many that out there that I just love watching. It's just, I like to escape, and I, I like a fun horror film. Yeah. So uh, was that uh, your main genre, like, you know, before you got into movies, that you like to watch horror movies? I watch everything. I, I'm just an entertainment mm, I junkie. I watch every, I will watch a romantic comedy one second, then I'll watch someone getting disemboweled in a movie the next second. As, as long as it's got a fun story. They don't have to be mutually exclusive. Right. No, not. A, uh, no. <laughs> Imagine, you know, you know, I, you know, terrifies a little bit of a rom-com too, you know, with the whole pizzeria scene with the ring and all that, you know, he liked it. So he wanted right. to put a ring on it. So <laughs> <laughs> then he got, you know, dumped and he's like, okay, you're all dead. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a good trailer for someone to cut cut you know, a terrifier trailer and, and make it into a romantic comedy trailer 
that would if someone had i i, I kind of think someone might have already done that i'm not sure but no, they haven't course. i thought someone i had a good idea gonna, here but yeah <laughs> i don't know i can't remember but i that would be a great idea though you just like have like some like cheesy early 2000s and late 90s like rom-com music playing over it you know right <laughs> that would be fun it definitely would be uh thanos says uh he i'm sure you get this a lot but uh he loves the uh the saw in half scene saw uh when he saw the woman in half mm-hmm. uh i just wonder what was that like this film that was actually not a lot of fun to film because it was a very cold, cold night. It was like 20 degrees in that room. We had no heat in there. And it, I was miserable. And I know Catherine, who played Dawn, had been so much more miserable than I was because she was having to do all that upside down and naked. And so I was, you know, I'm usually you know, joking around on set in between takes and stuff. That night I was not joking around at all because – it was such a dangerous stunt that we were doing with her because she was really hanging upside down and that's not really good for the, the human body to go through. And we'd only let her hang upside down for 30 seconds at a time. They would swing her up and let her rest. But that only gave us 30 seconds at a time to film. So it was very stressful. So we had to swing her down to like, and go and okay. 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 And cut and swing her back up. And it was, it's we didn't have that luxury of being able to really experiment as much because we're just so worried about the time and taking care of her and making sure she was okay. But it looks awesome. I would say the more fun part was when (laughs) I got to saw the, the prosthetic in, in half though, I actually got to saw through that thing. So that was, that was fun. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. And I, not to spoil terrifier if no one's seen the the first movie, but I assume that you, if you're watching this, you've probably seen uh, the original terrifier, but it, you know, it ends to set up, uh, you know, that, that art's alive and, or, or whatever he is and that there'll be more of them. Uh, mm-hmm. so how early on did you guys want to do like the second one? Did you know then, like, if this goes well, we would like to do more of these. Yeah, we we did because I mean we love the character so much and we think there's so much more to tell about him. And it, when we were even filming Terrifier One, we were spitballing ideas of where we thought we could do- go with things. And we've changed ideas so many times over the course of like when Terrifier One was filming. By the time we started filming Terrifier Two, so many you know ideas and stuff you know been put on the wayside or the back burner for possible in the future but it's we definitely want to do something we we just weren't sure if we were going to be able to do it because we didn't know how it was going to be received everybody because we were trying to be honest with ourselves sure. because we were a very low budget independent film we're like oh well, who knows if anybody's actually going to even see this thing so you know we were pleasantly surprised yeah i remember uh you know not taking any credit or anything, but i remember early on when it came out I was really praising the movie on the show because, you know, we get to see a lot of stuff, uh, you know, early on and not a lot of people talk about it. Then it like it really blew up, which made me happy. You know, it's like, oh, but I was the point is like it really is a word of mouth movie where people talked about it online and more and more people saw it. Yeah, that's really what it was because we didn't have the Hollywood, you know, uh, publicity engine behind us. You know, all these other movies get, you know, spend millions of dollars for uh, advertising and publicity for their films. We didn't have any of that. All of ours came from the fans themselves and, you know, podcasts like yours and, you know, horror fan sites just spreading the, the, 
the news about the movie. It was all that word of mouth. And that's how we got picked up on Netflix. And once we got Netflix, it just boom, really exploded because it was easily accessed by so many people. And it came out right before Halloween that year in September of uh, 2018 on Netflix. And that's when I, I think we really hit the zip guys where like all these celebrities were even like commenting about it from all walks of life. It was like, you know, from the wrestling world with like Chris Jericho. And then yeah, you had, I was bring uh, that up cause I'm a big wrestling fan. Yeah. 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 Like Chris was talking about it. Then he had like Lily Reinhardt from Riverdale uh, talking about it. And I was like, what? <laughs> so it was hitting so many different audiences because of that. And all these people, I mean, people are still discovering it, which I think is extremely, you know, uh, cool is um, we're no longer on Netflix. Yeah. because Our contract went out, but we just got put on uh, Tubi recently. So more people mm -hmm. are discovering us on Tubi now. So it's, it's really cool how that goes. Yeah. Uh, I'm a big fan of Tubi, by the way. Um, yeah. They have a lot of, a uh, lot of independent horror on there. They really everything, do. But if you're yeah. a horror fan. Oh, yeah. I've, I've been I, having fun watching stuff on there. <laughs> now, you mentioned Jericho. I don't know uh, how big of a wrestling fan you are, but uh, before he went to AEW the last couple of years, and when he was in Japan, he wore makeup, and he says that that was actually inspired by, a terror, by Art the Clown. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, are you kidding me? <laughs> that's that's what's been so surreal about it. You know, like Chris has basically become part of the Terrifier family now. It's uh, he. I, I did a convention down in Atlanta back in, I guess, yeah, last year, and he came over to me. He's like, Dave, hey, a huge fan. I'm like, oh my god, you. <laughs> He's like, yeah, can you come on my podcast? I would love to talk about the movie with you. And I'm like, yeah, sure. <laughs> and you know ever since then you know like he's you know he and damien talk a lot and stuff like that i've been chatting with him a lot and it's it's been pretty cool so he's he's excited about part two as well yeah yeah that's very cool yeah. uh tristan another question yeah so um i saw that you're working on the dark art offerings and yes. um we had them on the show recently as well yeah so i'm wondering if you can oh. talk about that at all yeah, who who did you have on yeah, there? Point. Did my we had a lot of people. Oh, yeah. great! Yeah, yeah. like the bad, yeah, we had like a big cast uh, and crew. Yeah, they <laughs> they added me about a month ago to it. They, um, Marcus, you know the the creator of it and director. He's um part of our Terrifier crew as well. He's come and helped us on set a few times for Terrifier too. And so I, I love them all. It's just it's it's kind of funny because a lot of our our Fuzz and Lens guys are in in that as well so it's like it's we have our own family that we're building in the horror community and they're like hey dave we wrote a little scene for you uh, if you want to come in and shoot i'm like yeah sure 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 so I, i'm at the very beginning of the film so it's, it's a fun little scene for me to do i don't want to spoil it too much but it was it was fun and i think it's a cool concept too that they uh did this exclusively over zoom during the pandemic yeah <clears throat> yeah and uh we can't tonight because i'm frozen but sometimes we <laughs> steal their idea where they do a uh <laughs> he he comes he, marcus had an idea where everyone looks into the camera and does you know whatever uh, uh whatever emotion he thinks of and then everyone does it and i was i think it's a very fun idea so we stole it oh but we that's really incredible cool. yeah yeah well, marcus is a smart guy <laughs> yeah yeah, I'm really looks like Trista's frozen right now, too. 
Really? Oh no. Yeah. It looks at least on my end, it looks like you're frozen. I'm not frozen to me. Oh, okay, now you're good. Now you're good. Okay. <laughs> you never know. What's Very on. oddly enough, I'm not frozen to myself either. I took a selfie. Oh, really? Yeah, but I, I can see that I am on the YouTube. Ah, that's weird. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Yes, I. Luckily, when we're filming my scene, we didn't have that problem, so that was that was good. That, and I have to say, that was very interesting filming that way because I, I was having to interact with two other actors, and so we're all having to do that over Zoom. It's because I've never done it that way, and it, it's a different feeling not actually having the actor in the room with you in that regard. So it's you really have to mm. really pay attention because. It's, you're having to pay attention to the monitor and like, okay, okay. Cause I'm not used to lo actually looking at the camera <laughs> when I'm, I'm <laughs> acting. That's usually don't look at the camera, Dave. Like, I don't know how many times that's <laughs> happened on set. Like, yeah, you looked at the camera like, ah, son of a <laughs> <laughs> son of a, but yeah, that was the one time where I could, I was like, Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> uh, Thanos wants to know, I, uh, I assume the answer is yes, but honestly, uh, well, there'll be a lot of gore in terrifying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I think we're, we're going gonna... a different direction. Oh yeah. We're, we're, we're <laughs> batting for the, you know, swinging for the fences in part two when it comes to the gore and everything like that. It's like that, especially with the beginning of the film, like Damien's whole philosophy is like, a movie has to start off with a bang and end with a bang. Cause that's what everybody remembers about movies. It's like the, the middle can be good too, but if you have a good strong beginning and ending, that's what's going to really resonate with people. And so that's what we've done with this. And I would say like the first five minutes of the film would probably get us an NC 17 rating with the gore. It's Terrific. brutal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! It's it's, it's insane. Make me very happy. Oh, it's it's. It, we were giggling so much while we we're filming it because we're just like, oh my God! We're like looking at the playback. We're like, oh, oh, oh that's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's gonna make people just go, oh, oh boy. <laughs> so yeah, we're not I always pulling felt back that at all. When I first saw Terrifier and I told people, I was like, it really feels like an 80s slasher movie if they, that they weren't like uh, censored at all. Cause you always hear like, you know, all the Jason movies, they had to cut like the gore out and all stuff to me. It felt like, you know, something like that, but they everyone was fine with as much gore in it as, as you could put in without well, cutting. That's what away. the fans want. That's, that's what you go to these movies mm -hmm. to see. You want to see these crazy over the top kills. Cause you know, you know, it's not real. So it's just like, it's, it's, right. yeah, it's, that's not really going to uh, impact people in that way. You know, they, you know, people are always like, oh, it's going to lead to more violence. Like, no, 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 no. It's everybody knows this is make believe. It's all in fun. Mm -hmm. I always think kind of the opposite is like the more over the top it is, the less, uh, the less real it seems. Like when it's yeah. really over the top, I think it's actually, you know, it's less disturbing in, in a way. Yeah. Now, now we're not going cartoonish kind of feel. Yeah, yeah, right. we don't want to go cartoonish with it. So it's like, but you know, it's the gore is there. Trust me, it's it, like um, the scene that I, my last scene I'm filming is, I, I think it's going to rival the hacksaw scene. And we started filming the first part of the scene back in February before we had to bring all the prosthetics in because Damien had to then go and build the prosthetics. Then COVID happened, so it was delayed everything. But uh, just that little bit that we filmed. The, the, the just the very beginnings of the, the kill uh one of our crew members had to go excuse himself from the room because he was getting woozy 
And this is a guy that's a huge horror fan. And so yeah, like, we're like, guys working on terrifying. Yeah. yeah. We're like, Leo, are you okay? He's like, yeah, I'm sorry guys. I, I just got to go sit down for a second. This is just getting to me. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Then we're doing it right. <laughs> uh, Alan wants to know what, uh, what did the prop department put in your bag to give it weight? Oh gosh, it's it's changes a lot. But sometimes it's newspapers and you know a lot of that kind of stuff. Sometimes they I've actually had real garbage in there. We've just used a real garbage bag. <laughs> oh wow. It's, yeah, it's just, whatever <laughs> we found somewhere. Yeah, yeah, that 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 actually happened. There was especially one night in <laughs> part 2 where we were filming, we're like, "Oh crap, we they they got the wrong garbage bags." And we're like, oh, God, what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? And we're like, well, they're putting garbage on the street right now for the trash collectors to come by. <laughs> so we'll just grab one of those bags out there and use it. And that's what we did. <laughs> <laughs> I like, love it. Yeah. yeah, you know. So how much have you filmed a part two? Oh, we're pretty much done. I, I have my I just had mm-hmm. this one last scene to finish up and I should be done. And I think that's going to be it unless there's some pickups or something like that. So we're, we're, we were almost done when the pandemic put, uh, put us in shutdown back in March. We had maybe like two weeks left to film, but you know, it's like we've had to film all the rest of that off and on for the rest of the year when, when we could, because we had to wait for New York state to open up and allow filming to start up again and stuff like that. Cause you know, we have to pay all the, the SAG rules and all that fun stuff as well, but we're getting there. And, uh, so we're we're hoping for at least to uh, release sometime early mid next year. Oh, very good. Yeah, which yeah. that was a question that came up a lot uh, when you know when you think it would come out. Uh, yeah. Joe just adds, uh, "Please don't kill me." Oh, there's no promises there, so, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no promises there. You, you got to catch chart on a good day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, AJ, uh, what's an interesting uh, question? He wants to know if art was always a clown. What made art turn evil? And you probably don't want to answer all that, but yeah. have you yourself ever thought of the backstory of art? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's something like Damien and I have really started to come up with together. My my first day on set, I approached him like, so Damien, you know, being the actor that I am, I'm like, okay, tell me everything about this character. What What's his deal? What's his motivation? Where does he come from? What's his backstory? Blah, blah, blah. He's like, I don't really know. <laughs> it's like, he's just a killer <laughs> clown. But it's like, let's come up with that together then. Let's, that, that's going to be our, our homework. We're going to discover that together then and that's what we've done over these years we've really started to flesh out his backstory and uh, i don't know how much of that we're actually going to put on screen but we know who he is mm-hmm. now and yeah. we we offer some clues in part two but we're still not flat out telling everybody who he is and why he does what he does we we still want to leave a lot of that as a mystery because you know that's part of the fun of the character you know it's, you got to have oh, a little yeah. bit of mystery behind him it's just, i i kind of look at you know the the Joker origin story where it's like, yeah, you know how he became Joker, you know, when he was red hood and fell into the, the chemicals, but you don't really know who he was before that. He is like, they play around with that a lot where even Joker's like, yeah, you know, if I, I sometimes remember my past one way, sometimes another, if I'm going to have a past, might as well make it multiple choice. And I, <laughs> I think that's what makes those kind of characters more intriguing. It's like, okay, what drove them down this path? And so, you know, who knows? We, we might 
show some more of that, but I, I know where, where he comes from. Mm-hmm. And I, I assume that helps, you know, just playing the role, even yeah. if it's not on camera. Yeah, that's that's why I wanted to know that. So I know what's going on in his head. I, I want to know his thought process is why he's doing what he's doing. So, you know, because mm-hmm. yeah, I, I like to, even though I'm not speaking when I'm doing all my actions, I'm actually doing lines in my head. I'm actually talking in my head. And so I would be talking to my victim at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did your uh, your friends and family think of the movie? <laughs> That a lot of them have loved it. Some of them are like, haven't watched it yet because they're like, they, I have some friends that are deathly afraid of clowns. And they're like, I just okay. can't, man. And I'm like, I understand. It's just tell your friends. <laughs> tell your friends, please. <laughs> they're like, okay, okay. My, well, it was really funny. My, my sister uh, is I've mentally and physically handicapped, and she uh, was living in a very Christian group home at the time <laughs> down in Alabama. And they decided to watch the movie one night. And I, I, I wish I had told her, I was like, oh, you might not want to do that with that group of people. Ooh. <laughs> and, but she wanted to watch it because she's like, this is my baby brother. <laughs> and she calls me up right after. It's like, so we watched the movie. I loved it. But everybody else is like, they're very freaked out by you now. And I'm like, I'm, I'm pretty sure of that. I <laughs> <laughs> let him know i'm just your baby brother i'm not like that in real life you know it's like okay it's like that was very bloody i'm like yeah <laughs> it's like i don't want to see your naked butt either <laughs> it's like i used to i used to put diapers on that butt and I, now i have to see that on screen i'm like i'm sorry <laughs> Uh, before we're live, I was telling you, I showed, uh, I watched with my mom, or Troy and I, mom, if you don't know Troy and I are brothers. And uh, I thought, you know, the big, uh, the big saw scene would be, not that she didn't like that scene, but the scene she liked the most was uh, when you're wearing the woman's uh, chest. Oh, yeah. That was a very interesting night on set, I would say. That was, you know, oh, boy. That was actually Samantha's first night with me on set, too. So that was an interesting introduction for her to me, it's like, hi, I'm David, and these are my boobs. <laughs> nice to meet you. And you know, I was like, that—that's how I could tell exactly who, what type of person she was by her reaction to that. Because you know, some people might be like, oh, okay, what am I involved in? And she just started <laughs> cackling. She's like, that is freaking awesome. I love it. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, okay, we're gonna have fun. You're gonna be a lot of fun to work with, and. I, I felt more sorry for our crew, though, that night because, you know, it's all a bunch of guys, you know. They were excited about doing the scene with Catherine. Not so much my scene. They're like, oh, God, we <laughs> got to look at Dave's butt all night. I'm like, I know, guys. <laughs> and we also have a funny story about that, too, because, like, uh, uh, I'm, I'm not just wearing the boobs. I'm also wearing my victim's vajayjay. And so I had to put a whole prosthetic over that down there. And Damien calls me up that morning. He's like, Dave, do you have a cock sock? And I'm like, a what? (laughs) Like a condom? He's like, no, 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 a cock sock. Something to wrap up your your with. And I'm like, "Uh, no. 
<laughs> just don't have one of those just lying around in that that part. I was gonna say I'd be more worried if you were just like, oh yeah, of course. I oh, of course. I what what kind do you need? You know, <laughs> I have a plethora of them. I have a whole closet full of cock socks. Yes. <laughs> a plaid one, whatever, oh, whatever yeah. color you look. For Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I have two for Saturday because it's Saturday. But <laughs> it was like, well, just bring a sock with you to set. So I'm like, okay. And I didn't think it out, so I brought a bright white tube sock, and I, I put it on, and I glue the prosthetic to me and stuff like that, and I come out, and I'm like, I am ready, guys! And they're like, oh, no, because the prosthetic was not covering me up completely as much as I tried to. <laughs> I, I guess thanks, Dad. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, and, and they're like, oh no, we there's all that white showing. It's like, Dave, you should have brought a black sock. I'm like, ah, <laughs> you should have told me, man. I didn't know. So that's probably like the one part of the movie that you see some CG because they had to digitally remove the white. <laughs> I don't think anyone is looking that close. I hope not. Yeah. I, I, hope I will not. be tonight. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's like oh, whoop, 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 whoop. the show's over. Yeah, I was like, uh, if I, it, and that's how I looked. At it. I even said it's like, you know, if people are looking at that, then I'm doing the wrong job anyway. I'm doing a horrible <laughs> job acting. If people are going, let's look at his crotch right now. <laughs> yeah, that was a, that was an interesting night. I, I I had fun with it. I was trying to you know keep things as light as possible. So you know, anytime I had to go back downstairs and reset, you know, I would sing different songs about butts and stuff like that. Like you know, Baby Got <laughs> Back or Blue Moon or Moon Over Parma, whatever I could think of. You know, it's like I got to keep things light and fun because this is very messed up. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this is an interesting question, Thanos. Uh, because uh, you brought up earlier that you sawed through the prosthetic, of the, the the body. Uh, did you use a real saw for that part? Yes, yes, that was a real saw. You know, with Catherine, it must we, have taken we, a while then. If you if you had to saw through the entire prosthetic, well, it's made of like um foam, so oh, I okay. it went through much easier. Yeah, yeah, but it, it was fun. <laughs> it, and what what sucked though is we had uh the intestines that we used were made of uh, uh sausage casings with fat in them and we had actually we were supposed to film the same two weeks prior but the room flooded so we couldn't film that night so we had to wait two weeks and our dp took the the sausage with them back home and he forgot to refrigerate them he left them out in his garage for two weeks and so we opened them that night to film it's like oh god Oh, it was just rancid. It was rancid. And it's a good thing we weren't filming with sound because you would just heard the crew the whole entire just going. Hur, hur, hur. <laughs> <laughs> especially because one part I accidentally cut into one of the sausage casings and then I smelled it. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, who? Who? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it, but it worked. It looked really cool. Uh, Alan wants to know, can David tell us more about the band and the soundtrack? Yeah, that's actually my uh, cousin's former band. Uh, yes. Uh, um, uh, uh, um, or th or thanks. Was thanks? Thanks. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> they, um, oh, she's going to kill me for that. Oh. 
<laughs> but my my cousin Elizabeth, uh, she goes by Jimmy um, because uh, her last name's Hendrix, so she likes to go by Jimmy. Oh, Hendrix. nice. J I M I, because that's her, one of her favorite artists. So, um, but uh, she was the lead lead singer for the band, and at the time, uh, I was like. Damien was looking for, you know, some music for the film. I'm like, yeah, this is my cousin's band. You want to hear some of the music? And he's like, oh, my God, I love it. Because she has that very Amy Winehouse type of sound to her her music. And so we're like, yeah, sure. So we got them involved with it. And they got, like, two songs in the, the soundtrack and stuff like that. And unfortunately, they broke up, like, shortly afterwards because they all got married and went off on their own ways with life and stuff like that. But, um. But you know they're forever immortalized in in Terrifier. Mm-hmm. Uh, Felipe Felipe uh, mentions uh, he's much like my mom. Apparently, he says uh, everyone mentions the the scene the hacksaw scene is their favorite. Mine is when Art is naked trying to simulate uh, a woman with the <laughs> six mile on his face. Yeah, that's how you gotta go. You know, just like you know, there's something in there for everybody. I think. <laughs> Right, right. The whole family can enjoy. Yeah, it. I put that in there for the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm still single. <laughs> uh, we mentioned off air. Uh, Trista is in a movie which uh, coming up with Jenna Cannell from the original Terrifier. Yes. Good old Jenna. And uh, do you still keep in touch with Jenna? And by the way, Je- I was talking about music. She's in a really cool music video that came out uh, in October. Yeah, yeah. I, I do keep uh, – she just had her birthday, too. So it's like, oh, happy yeah. birthday happy to birthday, Jenna, too. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, I, I love Jenna. She, I, mean, I, I keep on in contact with basically everybody from the first film. I mean, it's like we all got along so well. We were like – there were no egos in either of the, the two films so far. No, no egos on these sets. So everybody just – you know, got along so well. We all had fun working together. And, you know, now I like Jenna and Catherine and Samantha and Puya and all these guys are all um, starting to get invited to conventions now as well. So it's they, uh, Catherine and Jenna went to their first convention last fall and it was so much fun having there with, with me. And I was like, Oh yay. Welcome to the world guys. (laughs) (laughs) So it's, it's great. They're just wonderful people, wonderful people to work with. Yeah, and she's really into squid, which is a very yes. Thing, but squid enthusiast, very fun guest on the show. Yeah, <laughs> she's. I mean, that's that's what you know, like, especially uh, those three, Catherine, Jenna, and Samantha. You know, they're they're all so freaking talented. They they're not just actors; they're directors and content creators. And it's like they put me to shame. It's like I, I love them. It's just it's I, I love saying that with them. Mm-hmm. is it a lot of the same crew on terrifier too a lot of same people we got some new people as well we picked up uh some more people crew wise especially uh we have a awesome makeup assistant her name's jackie that's come in to help out damien which he needed it, you know she does everybody else's makeup and stuff like that and and then Olga, who's helped out with wardrobe, and like the two of them also, there was a uh, one night where they really impressed the crap out of me. Uh, the the bedroom that they made for our female lead, Sienna, like the night before we were supposed to shoot, the bedroom was not even really painted. 
And so none of the set decorations were in there at all. And I almost started to freak out because like, oh, my God, how are we going to be filming this tomorrow? There's nothing in here. And they stayed up all night painting the room and then put this whole set together. And it was amazing. It looked like a real bedroom. And like this, this, this character is a cosplayer as well. So she, she designs her own costumes and everything. So she's got her costume station that's all set it's like the minutiae that they put into this set was mind-blowing it's like i don't know how much of it will be actually seen on screen but like there were so many little easter eggs in this scene too that i that you know just book covers were different references to different horror films and stuff like that it was mm-hmm. it was so brilliant and they did that in less than 24 hours and it was just the two of them and i was like that's amazing it's it, everybody that has worked on this this film is this, this crew are the unsung heroes of this because I was like I mean yeah us actors you see us but you don't see that the work this these crew members have put into this I'm like I, I they're doing more work than I'm doing they they I'm like I get in there I do my makeup and I sit around and wait for you know whenever they need me and they're they're constantly working for you know fifteen plus hours. Even, you know, Damien, too. I mean, he's not just directing. He's doing all my makeup, too. It's just and then he has to make the stuff for the next day when we're done. So it's it's insane. So it's like everybody has been working their tails off for this. It's like I always say, like, the crew members never get the recognition they deserve in in film work. It's like they're the unsung heroes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tristan, another question. What kind of roles excite you? What kind of stuff do you like to play? I love comedic roles and I love playing villains. They're just fun. I, I like quirky characters. I, I don't really want to play like the romantic lead or anything like that. I like playing weird characters because I, I can really go crazy with characterizations and stuff like that. I like, I don't care if it's, you know, the lead role or if it's just a one scene part, as, as long as it's something I can do something fun with, that's all that matters to me. So did you do anything uh, interesting for Halloween? I know this year is a little, uh, <laughs> not really a lot you can do, I guess. No, nah, not really. This year I was, I was pretty much a couch potato. I just stayed in and played some video games and watched uh, um, some movies on TV and stuff like that. So <laughs> it was kind of, meh, meh. <laughs> it's, it's not <laughs> like how it was last year with going out and partying and stuff like that. It's like, it was kind of weird not going out and doing anything this year for Halloween. Mm-hmm. And tomorrow's Friday the 13th, so we're, yeah. we're leading into Friday the 13th with uh, with Devious David here. <laughs> That's a fun day, too. And I do want to mention, I don't want to really make this part of the show, but uh, no, I do. I love uh, Terrifier, not the clown, but I also uh, appreciate uh, your presence online. And you're not afraid to to say uh, what you think about uh, the political world or the social yeah. world today. Yeah. Well, it's one of those, you know, I, I try not to get into it. You know, I usually just try to keep that on my own personal page and stuff like that. Right. But it's just like it, it, there are times where I, I think, you know, when when you see bad things happening in the world, yeah, it's like, as the saying goes, you know, evil triumphs when good people stay silent. Mm-hmm. And so I, there's things that have been going on and I can't stay silent. And so I, I say my piece, 
Because <laughs> I'm also uh, a former educator as well. I, I taught elementary school and I also have a minor in history. So that's also an area that has always been an interest to me. So I, I like to educate people and let them know what is going on in the world. I think, you know, it's, it's more important for the to uh, have an educated society. People are, you know, up to date on what is actually happening in our world because it does impact us in ways that we don't, well, might not realize. And I'm very grateful for what has been happening recently. I'm, I'm, I'm relieved, I guess you could say. <laughs> I was worried there yeah, for a I second. I was us, very worried. Yeah. All of us here are on the, on the same page here. Uh, a lot about, a lot of what you said too, because, uh, you know, it's something I would never bring up really on, on uh, social media, but it, it comes a point where it's like, you can't just not say anything anymore. Yeah. There, you know, when you have kids in cages, suffering you know you have you know 240,000 you know 240 yeah 240,000 Americans that are dead and 10 million sick it's just like this is bad something's got to change here we we you know I I worry about every I'm I'm an empath so I, I when I see people hurting I I I get upset and so I'm like oh, I this needs to stop and I, I'm hoping that we're on our way to getting back to where we should be, you know, being a world leader again and taking care of each other. Mm-hmm. And uh, on a lighter note, you got your PS5 today. So what are the go-to games that you've been playing? <laughs> oh, I haven't been able to play anything <laughs> on it yet. But um, oh, I did. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to play the the first game that they have. You know, it comes with the the system. It's this. Uh, uh, all, you know, uh, it's already installed on the system and stuff like that. So it's gives you all the, you know, the, the technical wow of the system and the new controller. So I'm excited about playing that, but then uh, I'm going to be starting the, uh, the Miles Morales game, this new Spider-Man game. I'm just like, woo, I'm a, I'm a huge Spider-Man fan. So I'm excited about playing that. And then I'm also getting Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I'm waiting for that to come in the mail. So I'm like, yay. Cause I love the Assassin's Creed. Like I said, history major or minor, but you know, I'm a history buff. Uh-huh. So I love those games because they really go in depth with, you know, history. So the game looked amazing. I just saw the ad for it tonight. Oh, it's beautiful. It's yeah. Beautiful. It, it looked actually like a movie. I was kind of blown away by it. Oh, it, it astounds me what they can do with these games now. I, like a few months ago, I was playing the, the, the game Ghost of Tsushima. And I was constantly calling my roommate in the room, like, dude, dude, look at this. This is beautiful. Like the fog coming in and the light, the moonlight coming through the fog. And I'm like, this is like photorealistic. This is amazing. Because I, mean, I grew up on the Intellivision. I had that way back in the 80s where like, where your character was just a square. You're like, I'm the blue square. The bad guys are the red squares. And that little line is my sword. <laughs> <laughs> So it's it's mind blowing. If I you know I, I kind of wish I could like go back in time and take a the PlayStation Five with me and show my eight year old self this when I was playing NES and go look what's going to come one day. <laughs> <laughs> you think these graphics are amazing? Just wait, buddy. <laughs> it's like a two thousand and one kind of moment, like uh, yeah. the apes like, yeah. picking up the um. A bone for the first time, and then this is what will happen in the future from there. Yeah, yeah the PlayStation 5 kind of looks like a white monolith, too, in a way, so that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. 
You mentioned uh, Spider-Man. Is there a Spider-Man villain you would like to play? Oh, God, Carnage. Carnage would be a lot of fun. Mm. Yeah, yeah, he would be fun. But, you know, Woody Harrelson's playing him, so I, I'm pretty sure Woody's going to yeah, do some great it's things. It's in safe like hands, yeah. Yeah, so I'm like, he's, Woody's fan. He, God, he's such a diverse actor. It's just, mm-hmm. I, I, I lo- it's like everything he does is just, mwah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's just great. It's so. weird to think. I remember when he first started to go into movies and like I, you know, I watched Cheers and it's like, he's like, I'm like, you know, the guy from Cheers, like is in movie. And now it's like, you wouldn't even think that. I think, yeah. you know, like, yeah. uh, you know, he's just the, the goofy guy in Cheers. Yeah. It's just like, that's, that's what it's like when he started doing like the, the, the serious, more, more dramatic work. I'm like, really? The guy from Cheers? Really? They're like, oh, wow. Well, no, he's worth, he's really good. <laughs> He's really good. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, he he's, yeah. he can play it all. Yeah, I recently watched a uh, uh, Zombieland Double Tap, re- so that that was fun. It's like, yeah, you can just tell they're having fun. I was like, man, I would love to do a movie like that. That would be such a fun movie to go do. <laughs> are you a fan of zo- well? You're a fan of all movies, but are you a fan of zombies? Oh yeah, yeah. Zombie movies are fun, and the, and there's so many different types of them too, which is you know, and actually Damien has an idea for a zombie movie he wants to film too. Oh, he's really? actually pretty much got it written and stuff like that. It's, it's what he's told me about it. It's a pretty cool concept too because he, he he wants to do something new with zombie movies. So I'm like, yeah, go ahead because he loves zombie movies, loves them. Mm-hmm. Uh, similar to clowns, like people love zombie movies and clowns, but that also makes it harder for them to stand out, which, uh, you know, you've done successfully with art. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I, I trust Damien though. He's like, cause he's such a huge horror fan himself. So he makes the type of movies he wants to see. So it's just like, those are the types, uh, like those are, I've had moments on set where like, he's giving me a direction. I'm like, I don't understand why you want me to do this. But okay, it, like uh, the scene in like Terrifier where I'm standing there just frozen and then I lunge mm-hmm. forward. It felt so weird doing that. I'm like, what the heck? I'm like, when I first read that, I'm like, what? Okay. And I'm like, what am I doing? He's like, just trust me, Dave. Just trust me. And then he shows me the playback of it. And I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah, I totally see what you're going for. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Totally <laughs> trust you. And that, that's how it's gotten on set now. It's like, it's, he just says, you know, I, I just learn to trust him on things where he's like, okay, this is what I want. I'm like, okay, cool, cool, cool. Then I'll see the playback. I'm like, I totally see what you're going with. It's that's brilliant. I, he's, he's like, sometimes he has like a very like, um, Kubrick type of mindset about thing. He's, he's into the minutia where he'll just like, I'll, I'll, they'll have like a bunch of weapons out on a table or something like that. And he's over there just meticulously moving them to different positions and he knows exactly how he wants them to look on the table. And just, it, it, it can be mind numbing at times. Cause like, dude, we got to film. But then you see what he did. You're like, uh, yeah, I totally see why you did that. Wow. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think it's probably, probably a big reason why the movie connects with a lot of uh, horror fans, especially is uh, like you said, he's given uh, people what he always wanted to see in a horror movie. I think so. It's it's when you put the the fans in charge of making the films of that genre. That's when you get your better products. I mean, I, you look at the Marvel movies. It's like you you have these fanboys that have directed them, and you can tell there's a love that they put in it. It's not like they're just there for a paycheck. They're doing it because they love 
the content. Oh yeah, and it so comes through. You you just you know you can so tell on that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Especially like you know, the, one of the, the funnest uh, memories of me. I'm sorry to talk over you. Oh, that's uh, okay. I would say one of my favorite uh, memories of at the movies was with uh, my brother here, Troy. And uh, when you when uh, Thanos first made just the little cameo at the end of the movie, because Troy has, uh-huh. has a Thanos yep. tattoo, you know, long before the movies. Oh wow! Yeah, nice. And so like <laughs> just seeing how excited Troy was. Oh, to, uh, I was like a little yeah. kid. I just oh, totally yeah. geeked out. Oh yeah, I, I I remember that moment in the theater too. Everybody's like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, yes!" Was, oh, I, I love that. So that's that's those are the moments I love going to a theater and seeing a movie with a big group of people. Is those moments where people are like, "Yes, awesome!" Those are great moments. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I, I, love I mention this every week, but one of the things I probably the mo- thing I miss the most right now is like going to the movies. Yeah. Oh, me too. I'm like, because so many good movies were supposed to come out this year too, yeah, and I'm oh, like, yeah. oh, like the new Ghostbusters movie was supposed to come out. <laughs> hey, damn you, coronavirus! Candyman and, yeah. Oh, Candyman, <laughs> Halloween. It's like. <laughs> The new uh, the Black Widow movie is just like oh. oh my god, so much was supposed to come out. I'm like, uh, well, next year is going to be, next year hopefully is going to be packed with awesome movies. Yeah, yeah, you have, to, you have to be going like year. every day. Oh uh, yeah, I will. Oh, I will. <laughs> I I'm a huge movie junkie. I I, I miss having Movie Pass now because when yeah. the little while that that <laughs> I worked, I was. <laughs> I was like at the that was the greatest times. True. Oh man, I was there all the time. As it's about a fifteen minute walk from my apartment to the movie theater here in Astoria. Oh, that's I did perfect. It. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I was I was there every single day during the summer, basically, just like okay, another movie. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Loved it. Yeah, I had the, then I got the AMC one, and then so you could use it three times a week, and you could even use it all on the same day. So a lot of times I would go up to Boston and spend the whole day just watch uh, three movies that came oh, out that yeah. week. Totally worth it. Totally worth it. It was fun, too, because sometimes I would see a movie that I might not have seen otherwise because I had that. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, I got that th- a third movie. I might as well go see this. I might not have seen it. And sometimes it wouldn't work out, but a lot of times it would. Yeah, sometimes you're you know pleasantly surprised too with a movie. You're just like, oh, well, you know, I'll see what. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's how it was like Knives Out last year. And it's like mm-hmm. I went to go see that on my birthday. I took myself to see it, and I was like, yeah, this looks like because I love a good whodunit anyway. And but mm-hmm. I was like, okay, this looks like it'll be cute. And I was like, oh my god, I love this movie. This <laughs> is the same way. This is this is I was dying. I was just like the whole donut hole spiel. I was like, oh my god, this is brilliant! And because I've never seen Daniel Craig do comedy before, and I was like, oh, he's hysterical. Yeah, he was perfect. You're right. You're right. Yeah, it that was, was like, another one on our list. Uh, Death on the Nile didn't come out this year. Oh, that that's one. right. Yeah. Oh, I, I will go see anytime there's a Who Done It in the theaters. I I, I have to yep. go. See. I love I love good good who done it you know uh tristy another question um well i do you want to meet david yeah <laughs> it's not really a question about your career but i feel like david should meet david <laughs> oh okay i like balls. I'm, I'm such a huge animal person <laughs> so just like when people bring like dogs to conventions, I go crazy. <gasps> oh, 
He has an art look to him, too. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. Neil and I were saying that, actually. Yeah. I love it. We even joked. We were like, well, we hope David doesn't think we're, like, insane people. We just like think that Krista's cat is, is his. Is his. Yeah, we were saying that you're practically my cat. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> I love it. I well, I'm glad it. David made an appearance. Yeah. Devious David and, and David the cat. <laughs> Delightful David. <laughs> Delightful. There you go. Perfect. Uh, where can you, uh, I always say this, but really you can just Google the people, but where, where can people follow you if they want to see what you're up to? Oh, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram under David Howard Thornton. And I also have a cameo page as well. I've been utilizing that a lot during the pandemic because oh, you know, I can't cool. do conventions. So, and I, I charge the same for cameo as I do for an autograph at conventions as well. So, you know, I don't, I don't want people going broke. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. And like you said, you can't be at the convention, but it's kind of meeting you in person in a way. And yeah. They can, and it's a, and they can also keep it. Exactly. Exactly. And they're fun to do. I, I've done a lot of birthday ones and stuff like that. So it's, it's been fun. Very cool. Well, this has been really fun, and I'm sorry that I'm frozen. I'm actually wearing a clown shirt because you're on here, but you can't really see the clown on the frozen uh, picture here. But. Ding, your technology. <laughs> but at least, at least I'm heard here. Yeah, I'm that's the important here. thing. That's important. Yeah, thing. no one really wants to see me anyway, I guess. Aww. <laughs> oh, Stop it. Right. <laughs> oh, that's good, yeah. Yeah, that's one of those. The you, I say that in hopes that people say, "Oh, we want to see you." That's yeah. No, no. <laughs> it was really fun. We'll should do it again sometime. Yeah. yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Thanks for having me on here, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Enjoy yeah, your video game. Oh, I will. <laughs> yeah. And once part two <laughs> comes out, I got to come back because there's going to be so much I'm going to want to talk about. Can't wait for that. Yes, I'm that's so true. excited. Oh, there's it, it kills me that I can't talk about the movie yet because there's so many fun things that we're doing in it, and I'm just so excited about talking about it with people. Very cool. And honestly, not just because you're here, it's really a movie I'm really looking forward to, to see. Thank oh, you. Yeah, thank we've you. all been talking about it for a while. Well, we've had fun filming it, and I think that will translate well to screen that we've had fun. Very good. And that's what we all need right now is some fun. Oh, yes, yeah. indeed. Yes, indeed. <laughs> All right, very good. Uh, but before we do wrap up, I do want to uh, say thank you to um, Suze Lanier Bramlett, Todd Farmer, Eileen Dietz, Bill Whedon, John Dugan, and Mark Scheffler. Uh, they put together uh, get out and vote videos for us before the election. And uh, oh, fantastic! They were great too. Uh, they oh. were all really, really well done. Yeah, I know Eileen especially is very, you know vocal as well yes Mm -hmm. and also uh you can submit your films to trapped film festival it's coming up next year and go to trappedfilmfestival.com all right that's good all right we'll see everyone next week thanks for doing the show thank you thank you so much you're very welcome (laughs) y'all take care you You as well (laughs) hmm and uh I'm just going to talk awkwardly here because my computer has uh, the it has frozen up, and I don't know if I can end this. Uh, <laughs> There's no escape now. You're yeah. trapped there for a turn. It looks like we're 
We're still live, though. Yeah, yeah. I, it's not letting me click on any buttons on the... Um, oh, no! So people are all saying this right now. Oh, no! <laughs> all right, Bill, then I will go. We'll sneak off, and maybe then it will let you leave. From ancient terrors to the search for modern-day conspiracies, the tomb of Nick Cage is the new sound and horror rock. Uncover the mystery of old world horror for the new world order on iTunes, Amazon, and more. Where we should have The tomb of Nick Cage. They're coming tonight! Mostly! They're coming tonight! Mostly! They're coming tonight! Mostly! They're coming tonight! Mostly! Find out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The tomb of Nick Cage. They're coming tonight!